Light skin and zip or dark skin and zip? Ew. What kind of question is that? Dark skin and zip all day. And it throws me off when I watch Fresh Prince now and then I just randomly see the light on zip and I'm like, nah, sis. Okay. Good question. Magic School Bus or Captain Planet? Ew. Well, first of all, I don't even know what Captain Planet is. You don't know what Captain Planet is? I don't. What is that? Girl, Captain Planet, he's a hero. You, you, are you serious? You never watched I don't know him? if you saw he was like, the theme song. I was going <laughs> to remember, he's, but I don't. Okay, so he's blue, and he has, like, green hair, and he gives, um like, five rings out to the kids, and one is, like, earth, wind, fire, water, whatever, and they're, like, saving the day by putting their little rings out there, helping out the world. You've never seen Captain Planet, sis? No, I I don't think I have. So I guess Magic School Bus. But if I had to pick between Magic School Bus and Arthur, I'd say Arthur all day. Although that wasn't an option. That, that was the question, but it's okay. Okay. Um. All right, so Tyena or That's So Raven? Oh. Yes. I have to go with Tyena, even though it was only two seasons. That was my that Did was you like Raven shit. better than Tyena? No, I was really mad when she ended Tyena. I really loved that show. So I don't know. That was that's a hard one. That's why I asked you the question because I wanted to see what she was going to say. You know what though? That's a Raven. I felt like I was in end of middle school, in high school, and I remember one of my friends growing up. His niece was like obsessed with that so Raven, and so were my little cousins, but. I couldn't get into it. Really? Not with that so Raven? Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, but I think I'm going to stick with Taino on this oh, one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. The questions are popping. The questions are popping. <laughs> All right. Uh, the singing group Total or 3LW? Oh. <laughs> okay. Come on now. I, I don't mind. <laughs> Oh my god! And then you said three LW. They were blue mascara and Taina. Yes. That's okay. my shit. Okay, I have. To... I'm gonna have to go with total. Okay. But fun fact about blue mascara and three LW. You remember when you were in elementary school and they used to have the book clubs? Mm-hmm. Not the book clubs, like the book fair. Yeah. So they had one, and I got this book, and it came with blue mascara. Really? Yeah. And it was right. It came around the time of the episode of Tyena when they were on there. But my mom wouldn't let me put it on my eyes. Of course so, not. Of course not. It was just there. Of course not. I had it. Okay. Tupac or Biggie? Tupac. Let me tell you something. Here, turn this. You need to hear me on this. Okay. I went through this phase of my life where this is really crazy. But I was obsessed. Where, like, I wanted to learn about Machiavelli. I wanted to get into numerology. I got Poetic Justice. I know that movie word for word because of Tupac, okay? Word for word because of Tupac, okay? Obsessed with him to the point where I know Juice by heart, Poetic Justice by heart. What's that? Oh, my gosh, what is that movie? It was gridlocked. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't think you understand. So when the Tupac movie came out, it was 
me, Kunle, and then two of our other friends, we went to go to the midnight showing. And the entire time that I was in the theater, I was like, that's not what happened. It didn't happen like that. I saw the interview. It's sick. Okay? And I used to watch his interviews for fun. So, don't ask me a silly question like that. Ooh, ooh, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right, Little Kim or Foxy Brown? Little Kim. Little Kim now that she has all this surgery. Are we going look wise or music wise? Okay, music wise. Little Kim. Okay, got you. I just wanted to see where you know where, where I mean, we was at. Where we I was mean, at. Who would you say? Little Kim. Okay, why? Lyrically. Okay. I can't honestly. It's like no question. I can't really say. But don't I've ever. Brain? Ain't she missing the eyeball or something? Something's up. No. No? I think she's deaf or something. She's oh. She's deaf. Shit. Wrong person. That's not. Who is missing an eye? I don't Shay? know. Fetty was? Fetty doesn't have an eye. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have an well, eye. Well, he was missing. Somebody was missing an eye. He doesn't have an eye. Okay. I was close. No. <laughs> I was close. Just just the wrong gender. Yes. And the wrong gender. That was not that close. That was <laughs> That close at all. <laughs> to say someone is missing an eye is a big deal, okay? I, I'm just saying. That's a big deal. I thought it was some. She had some type of disability now. Good questions. Thank you. Good questions. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Nobody Famous. It's your girl, Shay. And Alex. Welcome back. Yes, and we are recording a day early because... The day that we normally record, which is on Fridays, I will be going to the B2K concert. Boo. Don't do that. Boo. Speaking of, hold on. Did you see how... big lip bandit? (laughs) Did you see how he left? He quit the group. He left the show and he like went on Instagram or whatever it was and said, I'm leaving because he doesn't want to be around Chris Stokes. And then some hours later, he got back on. And then this morning... I saw an interview or like a video clip that B2K released saying that he's not leaving. We're going to finish this out. Blah, 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 blah. So he was leaving because Chris Stokes was there? Because you know Chris Stokes um, was the reason that the group broke up. Right. And there was all these allegations that Chris Stokes had, you know, sexually abused him. So I get it. Yeah. But. Surviving Chris Stokes. Hashtag. Uh, yes, that's what I he think he added. What, who did he add? He added somebody. Lifetime. He was like, I'm ready to tell my side of the story. That is funny, but it's not funny. I, I generally think something happened, but you signed on. Y'all were his act. So you really think that he's not going to show up at some point in time? Hmm. And y'all ain't got no money. I'm not trying to be like that. And I don't believe in clocking people's pockets. But I know you can use them B2K checks. So cut it out. <laughs> All right? <laughs> not the B2K checks, though. Okay, I'm just saying. But I wouldn't care if Raz B was there or not. Okay, personally. quick question. All of these tours are starting to pop up from, like, 90s early 2000s mm-hmm. if you can pick your top five artists whether it be boy um boy group girl group singers who would be on tour dead or alive dead or alive spice girls okay um and this is one tour so you're building one tour okay well they're not gonna make any sense but whatever okay that's fine all right that's fine i don't care um <laughs> so spice girls Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. <laughs> no, I can't have her. Jan Jackson, I've already seen her, but she was phenomenal in concert. Okay. Um, what do I have? One more? Mm-hmm. Oh, you suck. Oh, my gosh. 
Okay. You're so feisty today. I, I am. I apologize in advance, guys. Um, oh my God. That master. She let no, this is the Connecticut <laughs> in me, and I don't need anybody's judgment. Nobody's going to judge you. It would be between... Well, I'm not ashamed for J-Lo. It'd between, it'd be, it would be between Jennifer Lopez and Britney Spears. Okay. I love me some Britney. I was actually listening to her in the car the other day. Drive Me Crazy came on, and I just, I was ready. Okay. I love Britney. So for me, it'll be um, 3LW. I don't know why. I just, once I you, don't know why, friend, either. But okay. Don't do that. I'm sorry. Okay, if... It would be 3LW, but only be like maybe the three or four songs that I liked, and that was from the first album. Okay. That they will perform. Um. What is that group? Danity Kane. Ooh, I love her. Right, Danity Day Twenty Six. Mm, yes. Um. For some reason, I'm thinking like Nelly and his whole little. What was that crew the called? Same lunatic. Yes. Yes, with Murphy yes. Lee and yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, and then I have one more. Who would it be? Ooh, Diddy and Dirty Money. Were they Dirty Money or Hello? Total? No, no, Come on, man. no, not them. Okay, so I'm thinking like the group, like the groups that he had in the '90s, like Total and all of them, and they did that one big tour, the Bad Boy Tour. Okay, Diddy and the Bad Boy Tour. <laughs> you can't take all of them, Marche. <laughs> Okay. All of them. Um, if uh, if not all of them, then crap. Who would else would be good on that tour? Mm. Mm. I'm stuck on I'm stuck on Nelly. Okay. Maybe um, Ashanti and Ja Rule when they had all those little hits out. Okay, they were a good duo. Okay, so Ashanti and Ja Rule, their duo. Okay. Nelly and the Saint Lunatics, Day Twenty Six. Danity Kane and 3LW and those three songs that they played. Okay. So what is what is a musical act, a musician, or song that you love that people would be surprised to know about? <sighs> I'm really into musicals. Oh, yes. I'm really into musical theater and all of that because I used to be in this thing called Colors. Uh-huh. It's like a singing and dancing performance. Oh my god! I, I was in Colors. I've heard. I've heard of Colors. Yes. Northwestern used mm-hmm. to have something like that. I was in Colors for a short period of time because after that, my mother didn't want me. <laughs> she didn't want me to do it anymore because <laughs> she was like, the tickets were being expensive, and I was like, all right, girl, let me live my dream. But it was okay. So, um, rent. So one of my friends, she was my one of my middle middle school best friends. Her name is Brianna Brown, and she put me on to Rent. Uh huh. And ever since then, I've been addicted. I know every yeah. When song. I was texting you about it, I was like, okay, like you know yes. more than I than I need to know about it. I know <laughs> every single song from Rent, every single song, and I was highly pissed. A lot of people were. They on said it wasn't the good. recreation that they did on Fox. It was okay, right. but a lot of that. I was really pissed at, really pissed, especially the end. But I was kind of happy that they had some of the people that were um in the original movie and on the Broadway okay. play come out on the end and sing right. the songs. So I was really happy about that. But a lot of it, I was really pissed at. That's really, how did you even get into like theater though? That's really interesting. Um, I can sing. I just don't tell people I can. You better go ahead. <laughs> Do you love that? 
I used to say, yeah, girl, in in the car, in the shower, cleaning up in the house, like that's that's where I I do all of my singing. Um, like I said, I used to sing in my grandmother's church. That's where she started me at. She was okay, like, oh, all right. I hear your little pipes coming in. Let me put you on this you just little ministry choir. So <laughs> I was ministry choir. girl, youth and ministry choir all day long while she was up there ushering in her little white, <laughs> her little white dress. Hand behind so, the back in the right. clubs. And then in elementary school, I used to always wanted to be in a singing group. So we start, me and my friends, we started our own little singing group. So we thought we was out here singing, doing these things. We weren't doing nothing, girl. Oh, my God. We used to do that, too, as the Spice Girls. No, we, we took it as far as summer camp came, and we had, like, a talent show when we were supposed to perform. Yeah. But then we got into an argument, so we broke up. So we had to go down there and tell them that whatever our names was, we, we broke up. So we're not performing. Like, we, we went Isn't through Isn't that crazy? <laughs> me and my... Okay, so... when Okay, so we were in two groups. Well, when Spice Girls was out, we used to have this thing after school called Kids Corner. Mm-hmm. And I hope they're listening. <laughs> That's it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Oh, my God. <laughs> what did you do? So, it was me and this other black girl, but she got kicked out of the group because she was too mean. And I, we always felt like she never wanted to really practice when we would have her after school recess. Oh, that's probably mean because I so, probably been kicked. I was mean. She had to be out of it. And then... One girl decided she needed to be Baby Spice because she had blonde hair. The other girl, I don't know why she wanted to be Posh Spice because I don't know why. Obviously, I was Gary Spice because she was black, but she was amazing. And then this other girl, she wanted to be Sporty Spice because her family was actually from England, which is really weird. But we would practice and, like, if you missed the practice, so, like, if you missed school, you couldn't practice. And I remember we were going to do it at the talent show and... The girl who was going to do Posh Spice, not that Posh really had any lines, we had to kick her out of the cafeteria performance because she wasn't able to practice. And then the year after that, we got into this group called LAC, and I'm not going to say it because they would know exactly what I'm talking about. But we used to practice these songs, and it was the same thing. If you went there for practice, oh, boo, you couldn't do it. (laughs) That was it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God, I'm going to DM her. You I'm going to DM her and you be should. like, do you remember? You remember when I kicked you out of the group? Cause she, you had didn't... Be, she had to be kicked out. <laughs> do you Sorry. remember when I kicked you out of the group? No, but in, for me, when Spice Girls came out, oh my God, the movie? Yeah. Girl, and then Payless, I think it was Payless at the time, they had those little uh, Spice Girls shoes. My sister used to work at, I don't know if you guys had it, but we have Bob's at home in Connecticut. Nope. And it's like a shoe store, and she bought me the Skechers. The black and white ones, the platform ones, and I had the shirt, and I had the microphone, and I remember writing, ew, I found my diary. Oh my God, it's a trip time every day. And I wrote in the diary, I was like, oh my God. You remember when you were in elementary school and your mom used to comb your hair? Mm-hmm. But like, she never let me do like cute style, so I was never allowed to wear like two pigtails or puffs or whatever it is, because she just, she said, I don't have time for all that. You're going to have to comb it every day. So I wrote in my diary, I was really angry, and I was like, I wanted to be Scary Spice, and my mother would let me be. I was, I said, I'm black. I can do my hair like hers. I know all her dance moves. I have the microphone, and I have the Barbie doll. I really don't understand why she's doing this. It's not fair to me. And I just went on this whole rant about it. <laughs> so thank you, Mommy, okay? Dream killer, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my goodness. That but I'm excited. I'm excited for the concert. 
I'm excited to just like, oh, just take it back. I don't even know. That deep breath, it was everything. Cause take it, it back. I was watching the videos on YouTube. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I was like, I should have got my motherfucking ticket. When we saw you got served, just about everybody in the movie theater got kicked out. We happened to get up and move away. Like we moved our seats up just in time before they kicked everybody out. The Stinted Theaters and whatever year it came out. And if y'all are from Middletown, y'all remember the Stinted Theaters. And I'm pretty sure, I swear to goodness, it was like our entire grade went. And a, like 75% of the people got kicked out. Y'all were in there deep. Yeah. And my mom finally let me go to the movies after 8 o'clock. So I was hyped. Girl. I was hyped. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. I'm excited. And my friend is coming through. She made me a B2K shirt. So I'm excited. Do I want one? I'm excited. Boo. I'll take pictures for you. Please. Okay. Please let us know and report back if uh, Raspy is... Is Raspy right? He's a non-factor to me. Yes, oh. Raspy. If he is back in the tour. As long as Jingle is there, I am fine. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping up with the music family. So, following the HBO documentary series Leaving um, Neverland, Drake had recently dropped one of his songs from his UK tour. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other places like um, New Zealand, they're pulling music by Michael Jackson. How do you feel about that, CS? First of all, the song that Drake has as Michael Jackson don't matter. I didn't like the song. I anyways. never even heard it. I had to like stop, Google it, and listen to it. I've never even heard of it. I didn't even know he had a song with him. If y'all could see my face now, because I just I didn't think it was a good song, but you know, okay. Whatever. Um, because you saw the documentary, so I'm just trying to gather your thoughts. So I saw them. most of the documentary, and I, again, I'm just, I'm kind of on the fence about it. Like, my stance is, I don't believe in speaking on the dead, personally. There's a lot of things that went on in the documentary that I don't quite understand that don't make a lot of sense to me. Um, I definitely think Michael Jackson was sick in the sense of, like, he was, he was very much childlike. And when Michael Jackson was around, like, he was good and grown, and I'm a very small child, so he's ha- already been at the height of his career. Um, I think my takeaways from the documentary is the parents, like, I blame the parents 110%. The only one that I think was telling the truth was the dancer guy, Dwayne, Dwayne, and he was in You Got Served. Fun fact for y'all. Um, but other than that, eh. And I just think about his kids who are alive now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just, I just don't think he should speak on the dead. But as far as pulling his music, I mean, why didn't y'all pull it? I guess the same thing with R. Kelly. Why didn't they pull his music all them years ago? When, when it he first was started, for it? right? Why are you waiting now? I don't get it. And Drake, I don't know why you acting like you still ain't about to rock out to some Michael Jackson if it comes on. Exactly. You exactly. I know you are. <laughs> but it's still a trash song. Do you think he should pull the song? No. For what? First of all, I didn't even know what the song was. <laughs> I didn't even know anything about the song, but the fact that you're pulling the song because of some allegations that weren't proven in court. Yeah, I just... Again, my thing is, Drake, you made the song with him way after the fact, after and all sort of stuff. Don't now hop on the bandwagon because of the documentary. Don't do that. I'm sorry to it see that a lot of documentaries are starting to pop up about a lot of things. Yeah, Raspy, the Chris Stokes story coming up. 
well. I'm I'm gonna watch that. I love a good documentary now. But the thing about documentaries is that you do have to be careful because they can be a little bit uh, biased and they can be a bit one sided. Um, speaking of documentary, there's actually, I think the man lived in Baltimore. What's his name? The murder of High Min Lee, Adin Syed. And I have he no was clue what you're talking so a documentary about. came out and he was he was accused of killing his girlfriend I think in like ninety eight he went to Woodlawn High School or something like that and it came back in the news two weeks ago that um, they denied his request to have a retrial but the documentary a lot of people were saying after watching that they did not think that he actually killed her killed her so now there's a huge push because of that because of the documentary to give him another retrial. Similar to the Satoya Brown situation, there was a huge push to have her case reopened again after a lot of people saw the documentary that came out a couple of years. So I think documentaries have some pros and cons to them, but I also think... I think it depends on who does it. I think it depends on who does it, and I think it also depends on the the perspective and angle that people are trying to take when creating these documentaries. Well, you're the documentary... Oh, I love it. You well, five festivals ain't tell no lies, so, okay, hello? <laughs> so y'all better stop. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, well, not even that, um, what is his name? Pharrell. 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 Why I always get the names wrong? I thought you were saying to me, for real. No, I get what you're saying. Oh, okay. Pharrell. Pharrell. Pharrell, whatever. Yes. He is doing something similar to Firefest, but it's called Something in the Water. Oh, yes, which happens to be the same weekend as, as Broccoli, Broccoli Fest. Broccoli Fest, which falls on my birthday, April 27th, y'all. Hey, hey. Um, I love how you just plugged yourself, ma'am. Uh, of course. April 27th <laughs> is a great day. Um, what was I about to say about it? It looks like it's similar to it, but I'm noticing a lot of artists are doing a lot of these music festivals. It's becoming a wave. Yeah. Have you ever been to a music festival before? Nope. My first concert was literally in November of 2018. Stop. I mean, I've always wanted to go to a concert, but we weren't. My family wasn't big on concerts. and Any particular reason? We was po. But you're an adult. You've been an adult for a while. I'm an adult now, but I just don't see. First of all, it has to be somebody that I really want to see. For me to spend yeah. my good earned money. Yeah. Like, it has to be something, somebody I'm dying to see. Like, I want to see Miguel in concert. God forbid he breaks my neck, but I want to see Miguel in concert. Uh, I'm interested in seeing Miguel. I'm more of, like, a 90s person. So, I want to see, like, even though they're not the 90s, um, I want to see, Jesus, the name is escaping me right now. What do they look like? Bobby Brown and... Oh, New Edition? Thank you. I want to see New Edition, even though they're not the 90s. But, of course, that's that's music I grew up on with my mom, you know. Right. When your mother, you know, on Saturdays, get up yep. and cut, cut on that music. music on. And yep. you knew you were supposed to get up and clean them dishes. Yes. You try to run downstairs and get it done before she get down there. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I want to spend my money on people that I really want to see. That's why I said if I was able to build my own concert, right. I would do it. Because I would put up some good-ass concerts. But see, if... Uh, so a festival is a little bit different from a concert in the sense that. You see, I wouldn't know because I don't go to any of that. I think, okay, so I think, uh, well, have you ever been to like a wine festival? No. I'm just sleeping on a lot of things. I was supposed to do a wine festival last year. Okay, Never did it. 
I'm going to get it done, though. We're going to go to a wine festival. Yes. I don't drink wine, but I'll surely go. Now, I will let you know I am going to complain the entire time about being hot. That's just a fair (laughs) warning. I will not be offended if you walk away and you leave me alone. No, I'm not going to leave you. You can walk away from me. I'm I'm okay with that. My feelings are not going to be hurt. Okay. So what you're suggesting to me is to take somebody else. I would suggest that. Okay. Okay. Because Kool-Aid was going to leave me last year at Broccoli Fest because my allergies were cutting up and I was ridiculously hot. So you need to be in a bubble. You're the bubble girl. I don't know how I'm going to survive this year. And my friend already told me, like, I'm not dealing with you and you're Wait, so how are you supposed to go on a vacation and allergies and being hot? So I'm going to what I'm going to say. Okay, so it's different. But I will be saying... Okay, for example, when we went to Puerto Rico and we went to go snorkeling, we had to get on the boat first. And I may or may not have gotten mad. Sounds like you got mad. I vocalized myself because I felt like we were just out exposed on the boat and my friend tried to pick a seat that wasn't in the shade. So (laughs) I had a bit of an attitude with her and I was like, why would you pick the seat that's in here? There was a lot of people. And I knew that we weren't going to get any type of air going on until we kicked off on the boat. So I had to just sit there and, like, everybody just laughing and talking and kiki And I just sat there with my sunglasses on. Like, I'm fucking hot. This and I bitch was should like, be up. If you don't start this boat in a minute, I'm about to get real mad, okay? And then when we went to New Orleans, granted, we didn't even hit the peak of it being hot. But to me, like, anything past 75 degrees is hot to me. And it's a problem. And she wanted to go, I think this place is called like Canes or something. How does that work? You from the islands though, baby. It's My thing is, I don't know. Let me tell you something. So we get to walk in and she wanted to walk to go get this, like, I think the place is called Canes. I don't even know what she wanted, but it was too many blocks for me. I don't mind walking, but I was hot. And I just remember stopping and yelling. If we walk one <laughs> more block and I don't see this every place, I'm turning around and going back to the hotel because it's too hot for this. Luckily for her, we saw it in the place at air conditioning. So, all was well. Oh, my God. It's true. Alex, you are so funny. When my AC went out in my old car, it was black leather, like, black on the outside, black on the inside, and that AC went out. But I refused to pay for it again because I was going to get a new car. And I didn't have Bluetooth in my car. And I lost my headphones. When people would call me, I used to, like, low-key, like, Cussing everything before I unmuted the phone because if I'm talking to you, I have to roll the window up. If I roll the window up, I'm not getting any air in the car. And then, God forbid, I'm in traffic. But I'm really not getting any air in the car. Now I'm really mad because I'm hot. So, but I don't have that problem this year because I have another car and Broccoli Fest. My friends know, like, please feel free if you, if anybody that knows me sees me walking by myself, it's because my friends have left me because I got hot. And I need to walk away, and I need to get some shade. Please don't mind me. If you see me and I know you and I don't speak to you, it's not personal. I'm hot and I'm bothered. And I don't want to be spoken to in that moment. You should wear a shirt that says, I come with a disclaimer. I should. So. But if you want to go to a music festival, Shay, we should. But you should bring another friend because I will leave you. If I yeah, I was out. about to say, um, that's sad. I was like, I don't know. I just have to sit down somewhere and collect my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord oh, okay gosh. 
So 21 Savage is back in the news. He's being sued for about a million dollars. Apparently, he was paid um, $16,000 by a promoter mm-hmm. to do a gig back in 2016, and he did not come. So this case was brought up once again um, back when he was under the scope of ISIS, uh, up under the scope for being deported, of course. ISIS. Mm-hmm. What ISIS. I said. ISIS. I'm thinking about now this. Now you better stop. Now you better stop. Because ISIS is a whole nother ball game. Okay? You know, I'm sorry. I watched a documentary on them the other day, and they're not to be played with. Okay? I'm sorry. ICE. ICE. <laughs> you knew what I meant. I did. I did. Don't judge me. Okay. Where was that? I done lost my chain of okay, thought. Okay, so when he had his issue with ICE. Okay. So they tried to bring it back up when he was up under the microscope of most likely getting deported and luckily he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. So um, they brought it up and a DA's office rejected it because it should just be in a civil, a civil matter, they say. So your boy's being sued for a million dollars. So wait a minute. So they went from 16000 Yeah. to all the way up to a million. Interest. I'm Ain't that much money <laughs> interest. Stop. <laughs> And what happened at the concert? He didn't come. Oh, he didn't show up. He didn't show up. Well, then you should be sued. Why you didn't show up? Was it not communicated? But you don't wait all this time to then decide to sue. Yeah. Isn't there like a statute of limitation about that? I don't know about that. I know it is a statute for most things, but I don't know about that. Hear about your Aunt Becky. Okay. I was going to say that for the end, but let's get into this let's shit. Get it, let's get into it. Okay, so... Aunt Becky from Full House, now wait, she's full of shit. Wait, I have a question. Yes, ma'am. Do you say aunt or aunt? It depends on who I'm talking to. If I'm talking or to auntie. you... No. We save the aunties. Um, hey, no, auntie. Like not e- no, like... No, 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 They're no. Michael like, B. Jordan. Hey, no, 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 no. Like, not even try okay. to be, like, on some, like, funny shit. Like, do you say aunt this or aunt this or auntie that? I don't know because I don't have an aunt. Are you an aunt? I am. So what do they say? Arche. <laughs> they you don't do. want to be called auntie? No, not really. Oh my god. Oh boo. Josh says auntie Arche. Auntie Arche, yeah. So we'll go with that. Auntie Alex. But you know what? My goddaughter, she's like, oh, Alex. What? <laughs> She has a little little Boston so accent. She has some sauce. <laughs> Say it again. Say it so again. Oh, Alex. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. But no, I think aunt sounds weird. I thought that was just like a white people thing. White people thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Aunt Becky, um, whose real name is Lori Lotlin. I'm so upset because she's a great actress. Mind you, during the Christmas time, I watch all Hallmark Channel. I don't care. Y'all can judge me. That's okay. And she's in every movie. Yeah. So she and another celebrity woman, um, Felicity Hoffman, they were charged. I guess there was um Them and 50 other people. Them and including 50 other people, parents, were charged with um, bribing universities so that their children can be accepted to the schools. So the crazy thing, so they're paying, they were paying people to take their children's SAT test. They were paying... The, uh, the admissions team from the schools will assign extra money so that the kids can get included. But the craziest thing, the wildest shit that I heard, was one of the men from the schools, he was cropping kids' pictures onto other athletes' faces. So you know how in college, like, 
when kids are getting ready to apply for college who are athletes. Mm -hmm. And you said in your highlights video, he was cropping their faces out and putting someone else's face on an athlete's body and sending those into colleges. I have never in my life heard no shit like that. Oh, they, that's why they he was charging so much because he had to find somebody that knew how to do that shit. Because I know good and goddamn well he didn't know how to do that. But all, all jokes aside, though, what do you think about it? Me as a parent, first of all, I'm not about to pay no money for you to get accepted into a school. Because even if you had the money, even if you had the money, hell do you think no. you would do it? Because if you couldn't get, okay, what is the SAT requirement? Girl, they changed something. You 14, asked the wrong person. 14, 15, something. So right. If you couldn't get all the way up there to meet the requirements, right. the fuck make you think I'm going to pay for you to go to college so you can flunk the fuck out? Yeah. Hell no. That's too much money. And the thing is, is that the universities were saying that they're not kicking the students out. Which... So I look at it a couple different ways. I think it's unfair to the kids who didn't get into the schools. Yes, I agree with because that. Because imagine, let's say you're a high school student, Arche, and you managed to make good grades the entire time you were in college. I mean, I'm sorry, not college, in high school. You were involved in extracurricular activities. You did your volunteer work. And you didn't get the spot because Aunt, Aunt Becky, Becky paid mm. for her kid to go ahead and get in there who probably has shitty-ass grades anyways. I think it's a disservice. And then I take it a step further. Um, I saw someone post about, and I know, I've heard a lot of times parents using different addresses for their kids to go to different, better school systems. Mm -hmm. And there have been some cases where parents have been sent to prison for that. So, I, I just, I don't think it's something for me personally to take light. And as for the for the kids of these parents, I would kind of feel like everybody's gonna know you a dumbass. You really couldn't you couldn't get it on your own. But I'm pretty sure this happens more often than we think. Because when you do college applications, they ask you like, "Oh, has anyone from your family ever gone to this school? Do you know anybody who goes to this school?" So does that make a deterrence or a difference if whether you get accepted or not? I don't think so. I don't think it should. But does it, though? I don't know. So the quote was, let me not say a quote. Now, here I was. I was good and ready to go. Okay, let's pretend. Okay, so I don't have it on me because I think I just deleted it. But nonetheless, it was talking about how um, a lot of black parents are sitting in prison now because, you know, they utilize someone else's a family member's address in a better school district so that their kid can go ahead and get a better education. And I think it's crazy, like, I think I think it's sad that you have to go through those measures to make sure that the place, the place, the very place that you are paying your taxes to is not, this, and the, the places that you live, that the school system is that shitty where you have to go to that extreme. And the fact that they are prosecuting these parents because they want a better education for their kids in that particular setting. But I think on that college level, now I think that's a whole nother that that's a whole nother ball game. For a college admission. And I hate the idea that I love that these I you know, Ivy League is the Ivy League, but I hate that they put the damper on school. I feel like it kind of like looks down on the schools that aren't Ivy Leagues. 
I feel like they need let them finish out this year and then make them reapply. If their grades meet the standards, mm. then they can be accepted again. But if they don't, then they need to go to another school. Because now you're taking, there are only select spots yep. that people can get into. And now you're taking that away by dumping $50,000 or 500 of uh, whatever, whatever amount of money right. you're dumping. That's taken away from Jaquana down the street. They got, <laughs> they got accepted into 45 different schools. You know right. what I mean? And she w- really wants to go to Yale, Harvard, but she whatever. she couldn't get that she spot because, because her family didn't have the money to pay Becky for it. dumped all this money. For her daughter's face to be on a, um, what's some people when they go, tennis, we'll just say tennis, be right. a tennis player. Right. Like, that's not fair. It's not fair. No. And she turned herself into the FBI. The bill was set at a million dollars. Um, but I guess she's out now because she got that money, apparently. How was it, did they say how it was that the news broke about this? No. That Now that's the shit. And then even paying... I'm even on to the part of, like, the athletics part. And they were saying that some of the kids don't even, they've never even played the sport. Exactly. Now, what kind of... Crew team. That's who it was. So, she had, um, whoever did her kids' admission, I right. guess, made them appear like they're on a crew team. <sighs> now. Like I said, I feel like they should be able to finish out this school year. Right. And then they need to be put out. And then they need to reapply if their grades, you know. But I don't think that should, because what if, okay, so what if it is that they're in the school and then they're flourishing? Do you kick them out then? So. Because just because you were a bad student in high school or weren't the best student in high school doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to be a bad student in college. Right, and that's not what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is I feel like they should finish the school year out if they have good grades and they can reapply again next year without the help of the the backing of mommy and daddy. Right. If your grades are good enough to get in, then you will be fine. I also think that's a difference in how they they care about their kids' education to be putting it's themselves at risk. It's white people privilege. They, they care, because I'm not paying for that. I'm not. Even if I had the money. You don't get in, you don't get in. And that's it. You're going to take your ass to a, a community college community for college, two years. Or trade school, and, whatever it is. You're going to work on your grades. Because I'm not paying for that. Exactly. Absolutely not. For you to fuck out, extra? and then I got to pay again? Fuck no. I got to pay for a tutor? Hell no. But I think it also speaks to the culture of... I think that creates a dangerous... Because it makes me think of what other things did you pay for your child to be a part of. So you know like when a child a child tries out for a sport or a play or something like that and they don't make the team. You know your child was some trash. And I have seen and heard that, well, that's so-and-so's daughter, so they automatically get a spot on the team. You're not setting your child up to work hard. You're setting your child up to, I have money, and because of that, I'm getting in. Which sadly, I mean, that's how our society works. But for college, though? Because I'm thinking about, let's say they went to medical school. <laughs> I'm, you laughing, but you I'm so serious. how many bodies will probably be dropping? How many more lawsuits will be coming that out? That is insane to me. That is insane on a whole nother level. Insane in the membrane. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. But it said that, um, what is her name who was on the show with her? 
DJ, what's DJ's name? From Full House? Yeah. Couldn't tell you. I just know DJ. It's DJ. Oh, here it is. They said that she posted a cryptic message after the... Even though we are sinners who should be punished, God's mercy is available to us because of Jesus. Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. And then she disabled her comments. And then when people asked her about it, she was saying no comment. What does it have to do with anything? Because she thinks that people should forgive her. And that, you know, God is merciful and he'll forgive her. And God will, of course. And God forgives, but I don't. And maybe them other people don't forgive either. So... You got to think about that. And she was wrong. She wanted to provide a better life for her children. And I get can that. We, can we really be mad at her for doing that? I get that. And I agree with you on that. But this is what, one thing I learned about when I was with the kids and um, when I was at the wellness center in high school. By the time your child is in about the 11th grade, you as a parent should know whether or not your kid is going to college or not. Them grades tell a lot. Your child is not making D's and C's, and then didn't do anything their high didn't do anything their high school career, and then expect when it's college when it's college application time. Oh, I'm gonna get involved in this, and I'm gonna get involved in that. And I would sit there and look at them and think to myself, "You really think you you're gonna play catch up?" <laughs> and the parents would be like, "I don't know why she didn't apply." No, you should have thought about their academic career post graduation when they were in the ninth grade. So don't be surprised now that when it's college admissions time and you're looking over here, you know your kid has some shitty-ass grades, and you know you didn't do anything at that particular point in time, and you had it in your mind already, because I feel like you had to have had that in your mind. Well, I'll just pay it. I know somebody who works over there. No. I get providing better for your child, but you should have thought about that when you when your child you was bringing them shitty grades. You should have been paying for a tutor, exactly. Then should've they could have gotten it on their own merit. Hmm. Her kid is dumb. It must be dumb. Ain't no motherfucking way. It's not. I would I would never. I love my children deeply, but I will not be paying no. all that goddamn money. But my thing is, like, it's not a big... If you, I think with college, you're going to be where you're supposed to be. You end up where you're supposed to end up. And if it is that you didn't end up in that school, there's a reason you weren't supposed to be there. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to have a good experience elsewhere. Right. But, you know, I'm not a parent, so what do I know? You know a lot, auntie. <laughs> auntie. 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 <laughs> all right. In Housewives news, I don't know if you watch Housewives of New Jersey. Just Atlanta. Just Atlanta. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. I haven't been watching it lately, but I did find this story really interesting. Um, Teresa and her husband, Joe, they were... That's the one that went to prison? Yes. So, Teresa went to prison for 15 months. Joe was sentenced to... 41 months in prison. Isn't he getting deported? He most likely will be getting deported back to Italy. And Teresa has made it very clear that if his ass get deported, this ring is coming off, and she she is not staying married to him. (coughs) So allegedly, (laughs) so allegedly with all the father they were doing, they made over uh, $5 million in 10 years. With all the fraud that they were doing. So, Joe is now, like you said earlier, most likely going to get deported back to Italy. But. They shaved off some of his time for good behavior. Right. And now he's released in um, custody of ice cream. 
of ISIS. What is it? ISIS? ISIS. ISIS. I don't know why. ISIS are the people ISIS. who kill Americans. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> but wait, so I don't understand why she's ending the marriage if he gets deported. Aren't y'all Italian? Yeah, but I guess, I don't know. I don't, she can go live there. Was she pulling a Phaedra and saying that she didn't know that he was doing it? I think that's what it was, but the thing is, is that they didn't go to prison at the same time. I think no. she went first. She went first for 15 months, and, and then, then he, he went. went after. So I guess, like, somebody needed to watch the kids. It's, I don't I, know. Now that's some real white people stuff, because I ain't never seen no mess like that. You going to jail, you going to jail. That's it. Period. <laughs> Let Tangeray and Jaquan both get locked okay, up at the same it. time. Okay, going to the system in <laughs> the story. Pretty much. But I don't, I guess I'm confused as to why it is that she's taking the ring off. Something Something else has to, something else had to have happened. I'm pretty sure it is. It's just or maybe she feels like she can't. Trust him. Not even that, but she can't support herself without him, maybe? I don't know. So do they freeze your, freeze your assets after you go to jail and you have all this money? And how do they determine what money is your money and which money is the money from fraud? And that I don't know. And I don't know if it matters if, like, he put, maybe he put money in different accounts. It might have. I don't know. That's a good question. But I'm, but you know what, though? If it was fraud and if the accounts are accessible and available, I imagine a lot of money had to go to legal fees. And if it is fraud or stolen money, I would imagine that they'd have to give their money back or something. You know what? I'm going to go on a theory and say yes. Because <laughs> when I think about the books that I used to read, when the kingpins used to go away to prison, and they would put money off in different businesses and give their cousin this and give their, money, their mom some money in different accounts. I'm going to go with that theory. <laughs> Okay, look at you reading your crime novels and your drug books. You better do it if Zane hasn't taught you anything. I'm going to go with that theory. That's crazy, though. She's going to leave that man. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's guaranteed he's getting deported, like, no way, no how. So what if you were in her situation? And you went to jail for 15 months, you come out, and then your husband goes to jail for four, 41 months. <clears throat> Excuse me, goes to jail for 41 months, but he gets... um time shaved off so now he's sitting in ice waiting to be deported what are you still first, gonna be a lawyer wife first, or first and foremost y'all both were doing things y'all ain't had no business doing okay stop it and it's not like a situation where only one of y'all went to jail to do some time the both of y'all got in trouble and the both of y'all were doing a crime together so why you're even or maybe if she didn't have that big of an influence in it you knew about it period I believe it's and a law reaped, that says they can And you reaped off of that money. Can people that were convicted yeah. be in the same household? I don't know. I could have sworn it was like convicted felons can't be in the same household. Any lawyer folks out there. Right. If you're a lawyer, please please chime in. Send us an email and let us know at mbfamous at yahoo.com. You better go ahead because I sure didn't remember what the, <laughs> <laughs> the email was. I was just going to say, or just DM us. That works too. Right. So the question is, can two people, two married people who were convicted be in the same household after? Afterwards. After serving Unless time. they're on parole. Because I think when you're on parole, you can't be around anyone who's had a felony. Well, who's to say they're not felony charges? Well, pr- when you go to prison, it's a felony because a 
prison considers that you are there for a year and a day after that is considered prison. I don't like jail, criminal justice. I mean, I'm just saying. I learned that when little Kim went to jail, which is why she had the day, I'm, I'm the year and a day, and so did Martha Stewart. They stayed for a year and a day so they could count as a felony. All right, Martha. <laughs> I mean. Can you imagine Martha's cell? Like all the, the stuff she probably they, knitted and made. Do you watch Orange is the New Black? No. All right. I know. I binge watch a lot of stuff, just and people stop. are giving just, me like names. If you guys know of any good shows that I Get should binge no. watch, anyway, give me names. Orange is the New Black. <laughs> that prison was the same one that Martha Stewart was supposed to be in. the The woman who actually wrote the book, she was there when Martha Stewart was there, and they have a character who comes in, and she's supposed to be playing Martha Stewart, and she was given all of these like, like. She was given special treatment because she was Martha Stewart. So I can imagine. But yeah, she's a felon, baby. A year and a day. So was little Kim, a year and a day. Little Wayne, a year and a day. I'll be looking. Look at you knowing. You better know your facts. But I don't know the answer to the other question that we asked. That's fine. That's what we got listeners for, and that's what we got an email box for. <laughs> so any lawyers, any criminal justice, anybody, send us an email to famous at yahoo.com to answer our questions. Or DM. Let me just stress that. Or DM, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, speaking of law, Stephanie Flowers. I will let Hold you on. tell it. That is the real auntie right there. Yes. That right there should be my auntie. I kept, first of all, you know, sometimes, like, I like to, when I'm scrolling through Instagram, I put it on mute because it'll just be making, like, yes. depending on what videos. And I kept seeing, I was like, who is this lady? And they kept showing up, like, the words. Mm-hmm. And she was going, going in when I finally listened. In. I'm going to let you tell the story. She Go was ahead. going in. So, Stephanie Flowers from Little Rock, Arkansas. She spoke on a debate that was Shout happening. Shout out to Little Rock. A debate that was happening. <laughs> so they have a law that's called um, Stand Your Ground. So basically it means if you feel... And that's feel... what got George Zimmerman off in the Trayvon Martin case. Right. So basically it means if you feel threatened and you don't want to flee, you basically can defend yourself. So if you have like a weapon... Brutality? Lord, I can't talk. <laughs> it's getting worse. And basically she was just speaking to... She's scared for her son. She's yeah. scared for all little black children walking around because, like, Trayvon Martin, who went to, I want to say, a convenience store and got some Skittles and was walking home and ended up dying, losing yeah. his life for no apparent reason. Yeah. She was giving a speech on uh, the gun violence and the, the, the banning of the Stand Your Ground law. And um, as Arshay said, yes, uh, in the Trayvon Martin case, George Zimmerman did get off and he got off on the killing of an unarmed, an unarmed uh, black teenager named Trayvon Martin, and I forgot where in Florida it was. And the big ordeal was was that what Florida is a gun holding a gun carrying state, so everybody and their mama walks around strapped basically. Okay, and the reason that George Zimmerman got off was because of this law. So this law protected him. That I guess now I don't know if it just is just pertains to a person's personal property like their land or their space but they're allowed to defend themselves in any event that they feel threatened so when um stephanie she is a senator she is a senator in this in little rock arkansas and she was having a conversation and she was expressing that you know um she has a son he's in his 20s and she said she's always worried about her son 
And the debate went on about how she felt about the stand your gun gun law, and it was just, it was everything. I don't know why, but the clip where she says, "What you gonna shoot me too?" was very powerful for me. Yeah, very powerful. So there are several states that have passed this law: Alabama, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Indy. Uh, I'm sorry, Kansas, Kentucky, um, Michigan, Mississippi. And people were calling for her resignation because of the speech that she was having. And she they asked about her if she wanted to apologize, and she said she didn't want to apologize. Apologize she didn't for feel what? She to apologize. And you, Arshay, you have a son. I'm not apologizing for wanting to speak my piece. I have a child that's walking around here that's not safe and doesn't feel comfortable being black because we're dropping like flies out here. Right. No, I'm not apologizing for anything. And right. no, I'm not stepping down. Do you think if you lived in a southern state, you would also want to carry? Now, granted, let me just say this. Although there is this law of the stand your ground, we are very well aware that the laws that are made in place don't necessarily apply the same to us. They never do. Minorities. They never do. And I think that's a bigger issue, and I think that's a bigger... That's a whole bigger conversation in itself. It is. But if you... Back to the question. If you lived in one of these states, would you... Would you want to carry I something? want everybody to feel protected, but at the same time, I don't want you to feel like you need to change opposite sides of the street because you see me or two young African-American boys standing at the end of the corner. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it's not that deep. We're not thinking about you. You better say it. We're not thinking about you. You better say it. Because if we were, we would have did it already. I just don't understand how, and not even just saying with the particular conversation with uh, Miss Flowers, but... Why do you think somebody is worried about you, as you just mentioned? And then in a state and in an area where you are permitted to hold, to, to carry a firearm on you, why, if I, if we, you and I are walking down the street, Arshay, and if you, not, not, most likely not at 10 times, have a firearm, firearm on you and I have one, I'm not about to be worried about you walking across the street. Right. For what? Like, I, I don't. And I wonder what that looks like in those states and in any event that someone does engage in a situation in public. Do they vote? Like, on what terms are you allowed to fire your firearm? Where it's considered the stand your ground. Because then I think about people who have the license to carry a permit or the permit to carry a firearm. Are they allowed to shoot it off? Like... When, when is it appropriate for them to utilize it? Because I feel like if you're not a police officer or you're not actively or you're going into war, what would you need to walk around with it for? Just in general speaking. And when is an appropriate time to utilize it? It's like, oh my gosh, the name is slipping my mind where I think it came out two years ago. Um, he worked at a school and he was in the car with his fiance and his daughter was in the back and he was telling the officer, I had my weapon on me, but I'm also licensed to carry. And the police officer shot him anyways. Is that the one where the woman on recorded Facebook it? Live, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, I, I just don't. I, I'm like this. I do not own a gun. I feel like people have the right. If you want to carry your gun or whatever it is, that's your business. But I think the problem is, is that it's not an equal playing field for everybody. 
It will never be. And it's never going to be. And I think that's where my issue is. I think when it comes to guns, I feel like it's too accessible. When the types of guns are acceptable, are accessible, they're too accessible in my personal opinion. Mm -hmm. When I think about these mass shootings that are happening, and then I also think about, well, what are the laws, and maybe I need to do my own research, on a person who actually has a permit to carry. So what does that mean? Because you have a gun, you have the right, if I'm getting on your nerves, or if I cut you off in traffic, or whatever the situation is, do you have you the have right, to, the shoot right me? to shoot me. And then if you do shoot me, can you claim this in order the specifications for you to say, well, I'm standing my ground because Alex cut me off in traffic or I didn't like the way that she looked at me. I just don't. And this is a bigger conversation to be had. But moving on to the school. I know you had something uh, you wanted to talk about. Speaking of schools. Okay, so a father, I actually, oh, here it is. Okay. A father by the name of Christopher Freeman. See, Eddie. Brought in the state of Florida, and Florida, y'all are turned up on a whole nother level. And Florida in one place, I'm not going to mess with nobody. Okay? Because not only are they strapped, they're a different type of crazy. And I well, mean that. It could be the heat, like you said. It could be the heat, because that's how I feel, and I was just getting ready to say that. So, the headline reads, Dad brings the AK-47 to Florida school after son says the teacher pushed him. It's not funny. It is not funny, Alex. So, in Palm Beach, Christopher Freeman was arrested Monday afternoon at Bear Lakes Middle School, and he was charged with aggravated assault, possessing a weapon on school property and disturbing the peace. It is not funny. At all. What did he do when he got so, to the school? Yes. Okay, so I saw this story trending on a couple different places, but apparently what happened was his son came to him and said his teacher pushed him. Pushed him or said something. So the dad said, okay. So I saw one story saying that he pulled up in a wheelchair. I don't know if he's actually wheelchair bound or whatever it is. But he dad? Told, yes. I don't know if he, that was part of his, Way to get into the school. I don't know if he actually is wheelchair bound, but they made a point to mention it, so I thought I'd mention it. But they were saying that he went into the school and he told them, he says, I want to know the teacher who was in here messing with my kid. And he uh, supposedly said he was just like, he need, me and him need to have a conversation. And he threatened, and I guess he was telling people, everybody up in here is going to be dead if I don't find out. <laughs> really? It's not funny. But... Like we haven't learned anything. First of all, what got me was that this was a black, a black man, a young black man, and I'm just like now. We now you knew better than that. First of all, you know good and well you can't come to the school with no weapon, but an AK forty seven, and you really thought that they were gonna let you get past in a school like that. And he didn't try to hide his weapon either. No, he didn't. Now somebody was messing with your baby, Arshay. And you had to come down to the school. How do you think you would react? The whole hood in me is telling <laughs> me to be a nigga. But at the same time, I feel like to get your point across when it comes to your kid and when it comes to school, it's better to just have a conversation. So for me as a parent, I would have had a conversation. I would have requested to have a meeting with the teacher, the president, president, the teacher, the principal, and the vice principal, right. and the counselor to figure out what happened, 
and what's going on and how we can resolve the issue. Right. And I'm hoping I keep the same energy as my son gets <laughs> as my son gets older. Because right now, I'm telling you that's what I'm going to do. But I can't say I'm going to be that. I'm not going to keep that. I don't know if I'm going to keep that same energy. But why did that man try to lie and say he didn't know he had the weapon on him? He that's knew. a big gun. He knew. He, his bond was set at $75,000. But I remember when I was in middle school and this boy... I mean, I guess as long as I live. Somebody was messing with his brother on the bus. So we all at the bus stop. And then his, he comes down to the bus stop and his brother is there. And he's like a lot older than us. And he has his pit bull with him. So we, all right, whatever. We chilling. He's got his wife here. He's got the dog. We thinking, all right, he's walking him to the bus stop, whatever. Like we all, we all here together every day. He gets on the bus with the dog, okay? And the bus driver didn't say nothing. He said, who is so-and-so? Everybody points him out. He was just like, I heard you was over here messing with my brother. He said, if I hear anything else, he was just like, I'm going to F you up. He said, I'm going to fuck you up, okay? With the dog on the bus. And the bus driver just let it happen. And I remember, poor little thing. And see, back in the day, those threats were okay. Because then the but child But you didn't have to bring your dog on the you, bus. You didn't have to bring the dog, but where was I going to put my dog? But the bus driver let him do it. Where was I going to put my dog? I needed to make sure that he knew Maybe that he if you can't pay you. Nah. He brought that. That boy was so. Oh, my God. I want to say his name so bad. But I'm not going to do it. Don't. I'm not going to do it. Anybody, do it. I'm not even going to say the street. Because if I say the street or what the bus stop was called, everybody is going to remember that. But. He brought that dog on the bus, wife beater and all, and he told him, and you know I'm walking in front with my boots. Yeah. Like, so I said, I'm gonna get to my seat. Because <laughs> I thought he was just gonna. Talk. <laughs> I thought he was just gonna talk to him by like the window. So he got on the bus oh. with his slippers and everything on the bus, and he said, "I heard you been effing with my brother." He's I'm gonna fuck you up if I find it again. <laughs> and the dog is barking on the bus and everything. Okay? And the thing is, this one girl, she called him out. Okay. He said he's right there. <laughs> him. Him right there. In the fourth seat next to the boy with the pink. And that's the last oh time he God. said anything on the bus to him. That is so freaking funny. But I feel like I always wonder, like, as a parent, like, if somebody messes with my child. Am I ever gonna be that person that's gonna? Because you, like you ready never, to throw hands? you are because you don't know the situation. My mom, oh baby, you could not tell her nothing, nothing. She was willing to fight everybody. She didn't <laughs> care. She didn't care. Especially it was this one girl I remember. We were friends and we were young, and then um, we had gotten to like a little argument, and I went home, and then all of a sudden, she came. Her and her mom came and knocked on our door. And she, her mom said, my daughter, you want to fight my daughter talking to me? And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm so confused. Right. So then my mother came out of nowhere. It was, I swear to God. Did you want to fight like, her, I said? No, because honestly, as a child, like, we were kids. We were right. maybe like seven to eight years old. And I was like, right. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, what? We only, we literally fought over Barbies. Like, I'm pretty sure it was like, uh, my Barbie had a shoe and I wanted it. And I was like, hey, can I get this? Something, some stupid shit like that. My mother was at the top of the stairs. So right. imagine the top of the stairs and the front door right here. So I'm at the door at the, at the end, I open the door and she's like, so I heard you want to fight my daughter. I swear to God, it's like my mother jumped down like 14 right. 
upstairs. She ended up right next to me and was like, oh, what you want to do? Because what you're not going to do is come over here and knock on the door. These are children. They will get over it. I know that's right. And I was like, what's happening? What's going on? I'm still lost. And the lady was like, well, they can settle it outside. My mother looked at me. She said, and if you lose, I'm going to beat your ass too. Girl, we got outside. The little girl started crying and went in the house. Damn. Then her but father. See, but see, stuff like that. My mom used to tell me if somebody hits you, you hit them back. But we never hit each other. That's the thing. Like, we legit were fighting over something petty and stupid right. that children were fighting over. I don't know what the little girl told her mother, but her mother changed her, her clothes because she just came home from work. Her mother just changed clothes. Her mom wasn't more. in the mood. She was. I don't know what was going on. I, <laughs> I came I don't home know. from work and you I talking to me about this look, nonsense. I don't know what happened. All I know is that I swear to God, my mother jumped from the top of the stairs down. Because as soon as I looked up, she was down. I was like, what? But see, stuff like that scares me because, like, I feel like I know how to behave myself in public, mm-hmm. but I can say there have been a handful of times if you if you talk to somebody that I'm with in a tone that I don't like, I'm going to get a little hype. See, I'm so different. I can only imagine with my child. I'm different. You can do all the talking in the world you want. Until them hands get to swinging, you ain't about it. I'm different. I've been always, I've always been like that. Like I will, I'm one of them people that stand on the side and I will hold my hands because I already know if you start something, you can run your mouth all day long Uh. until you start swinging them hands. It don't mean nothing to me. Words mean nothing. I'm just trying to think of like, now I I get somebody push a kid. Oh, stop it. But you, uh, and then you're going to try to sit there and say you forgot you had it on you. (laughs) He lost his mind for a little bit. He did. He lost his mind for a little bit. I have seen parents come to the school to jump in a fight with their kids. I have definitely seen that. Now, to me, that's a bit much. If your kid can't fight, your kid can't fight. Your kid should have been running their mouth. In that particular story. See, In that particular situation, they were in high school. I get it, but if you about to jump my kid... Now, jumping is a whole other story. Now, that's something completely then, entirely then, different. Then that's when mommy's church wig come on, <laughs> the Vaseline, and the sneakers. But that's completely then, different. No, because then I want I want to see y'all, y'all mothers. Yeah, jumping is completely different, but I'm talking about in the sense of like... But then I don't like... I'm very slick at the mouth, so... You're not going to get too many smart things out of your mouth. And that conversation is going to continue on. You can call me all the B words up under the sun, like I said. Yeah, cussing at me doesn't bother me too much, no. As long as you don't physically touch me, then I'm good. Because as soon as you do that, then that's when I black out. Uh-huh. And, then, and, then, and then, then it's something else. Well, I pray no teacher ever has to... Oh, no. I, I would never do that with no teacher. I have too much respect because, first of all... Kids the, are bad the, as hell. And y'all kids bad, are bad. Bad as fuck. I could, I'm telling you all the time. I couldn't be no it's teacher. It's like 35 kids to one teacher. And they're disrespectful. Yeah. All day long. Yeah, no. And the poor teachers be losing their jobs. They do. They don't make enough money to deal with. They don't make enough money. Like, I seen a video. It was really, really funny. About the wig? No, it was this guy. He was like, um, the teacher called him. And was like, um, sir, your child is acting up. 
during school hours. He said, ma'am, it's not 315. That's right now. That is your child. So you discipline him however you feel. Until then, he don't call me. I remember. I was like, oh, shit, that's me. Don't call me. That's your child until 315. This is some shit. <laughs> when I was at this school, I don't know. This girl said all these kids were talking about they were going to fight or whatever it was. And the dad, he didn't drive. So he got a call and he had to take the bus, pay for the Uber. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. And he told her in front of the social worker and everybody, he said, I'm going to whoop your ass. Had me taking off motherfucking work to come down here. Um, and you over here, you want to play much of it. He said, I'm going to whoop your ass my motherfucking self. And they had to call Child Protective Services. And he sat there. He was just like, no, I really wasn't going to whoop her ass right here. He says, but I, he's like, I can't afford to be taken off work. Right. And he said, I work over in Baltimore to be coming down over here because you want to sit there. You want to play around with these other kids. Granted, this was a, this high school is predominantly black and Hispanic. Now, we all got what he was saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know. The principal was in there. She's black too, but she had to do her due diligence and mm-hmm. say, okay, I have to call child parent services. So he gave her an office and the little girl walked by and he was just, and they said, oh, such and such and such. Um, maybe she could ride home by herself or whatever. He said, it don't matter. He said, because she ain't got nowhere to go but my house. And I was like, geez, bitch, you had your dad come to mm-hmm. you up. You, See? You, you tried it. See? You tried it. See, I wish I would have called my mother on her good government job. And the way the dad was set up, I think he would have. I think he would have given the business to anybody up in there at that moment in time for having him miss work. And he didn't turn down when child protective services came in there. Oh, I wouldn't either. You're not about to sit up here and take my child after I caught four different buses trying to get here because she won't play on my goddamn phone while I'm at work. My government job. All of y'all can catch these hands, okay? Oh my goodness. So hopefully, uh, Mr. Freeman gets himself together. I'm just gonna blame it on the heat. He said he didn't know. Blame it he on forgot. the heat. Got He bought it a year ago from his cousin. <laughs> I don't know. But y'all should know, don't put your hands on his child. Because Obviously. He's not playing he with playing. He is not playing at all. He's not playing. Not playing, with, not playing with these hands. But I appreciate him being such a young dad and, and not playing about his child and being very involved in what occurs in his child's school. All right, friends. So that's it for me. Do you have a music plug for this week? I actually have two. Um, school? Yes. Uh, a young lady by the name of... Samaria, and I was actually just put on to her by a friend yesterday, and she has a song called Slowly Healing, and I absolutely love it. Her name is spelled S-A-M-A-R-I-A. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but the spelling is correct. And then, I don't know if you guys watch Grownish. Do you watch Grownish? Yes. So Trevor Jackson, I just love him. I love his music. He is everything. But he has a new song called Puddles and Warning, and I highly recommend you all listen to that. And if you want a little bit more of Trevor Jackson, you should listen to his Rough Drafts Part 1. Okay, okay. Yes. That is all for this week for me. All right, guys, that's everything for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in for another podcast episode from us. Don't forget to check us out on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Thanks, guys.
Oh, <laughs> 